Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, welcome back to WISE. Thank you for all of the messages that you all have been sending me recently about the podcast. I listen and read every single one and get back to everybody. So I am super grateful that you all are listening and tuning in at a time that is pretty crazy. (laughs) Right now, all of the fires are happening and uh, it's pretty crazy here on the West Coast. Things are smoky. I'm actually not in Portland right now. But seeing all of the pictures and everything that's been happening is really, really crazy. So if you are tuning in amongst all of that, I really, really appreciate you. And today I have an interesting episode for you all about how to change your beliefs. So a few weeks ago in my Instagram stories, I talked about how lately I have been sort of speaking to myself in a different way. And this is something that I've been practicing, honestly, for probably over 10 years. But it hasn't been until the last probably two years or so that things have really ramped up and my life has really taken a complete 180 in the way that I used to think. And I think that there's a lot of promise out there for change. You all know that I talk really frequently about um, empty promises, especially in the diet industry and especially around our bodies, especially around quick fixes and instant gratification and things like that. And those things just don't work. And I honestly don't think that we can fundamentally really change. Yes, we can transform the way that we respond to things, the way that we re- that we react to things, but who we are as people really is ingrained within us. And again, it really is about how we respond and react and the ways that we choose what it is that we want to feel. So so today I'm going to be talking a little bit about that and things that you can do right now in order to make that better for you. And I just want you to settle into the fact that You know, I think many of us, when we go on a new journey, whether that's like a spiritual journey or we want something to really, really change in our lives, we might buy a book or a course. We might think that getting married might change something or having a child, a relationship, or even a different body. We think that these external things will change us and transform us in a way that's like monumental. And I've spoken really, really openly about the fact that I have gone through so many things that I thought would change me, whether that was a different body, whether that was a relationship, whether it was a book or a course that I thought would change me. And I was always really, really, really disappointed because none of it really did anything. At one point, I was doing Ashtanga yoga 
every single day for two years, for two hours. And after or before the yoga session, I would do a 20 minute meditation. And before I did this, I my goal was to change who I was to like never have any negative thoughts to sort of like be this enlightened person on a mountain sort of like who we think of when we think of like a monk or somebody enlightened who is like completely unbothered, never triggered. And that moment never came for me, even though I fought for it and I worked so hard to be different. And I was still under that misconception that if I worked harder and I tried harder and I meditated harder and I ate ate better, even when I was like through, you know, doing my ways of eating that were really, really restrictive and things like that. I thought that if I like ate clean enough and exercised enough that things would be different for me. And it was so disappointing when I realized that I never actually really changed. And I know that I needed to go through that in order to realize that what really, really changes within us is how we respond and react and the awareness to accept ourselves as we are. So what happens is that we build awareness towards our tendencies, our beliefs, and things like that. And later in the episode, I'm going to be going into some concrete strategies that you can do in order to make this a little bit easier on you. But what we begin to do is we begin to accept those things and then we begin to act in ways that will make us feel our best. And through that, we develop a new identity, one that lives alongside that other part of you. When I say that other part of you, I'm talking about the part of you that is that negative voice that for many of us is really, really loud and stays with us for a really long time. And it could be our lifetime that that voice is just within us. And I've spoken openly about the fact that humans have two basic fears and those are inadequacy. So like, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this thing or abandonment. So rejection, or they're not going to like me or whatever, some sort of belief that goes along those two things is what we think is going to happen if we or the thing that we think is going to go away if we work hard enough and we actually think that we're going to change. So again, what actually happens is that through acting in spite of that voice, through continuing to do what it is that we know that that we need to do next to our goals, we develop that new identity, the one that acts despite all of those things, the one that really, really wants the best for you. And what happens is that those old behaviors that might have felt really good at some point just aren't appealing anymore. So for me, those things were you know, self-sabotage. They were eating in a way that didn't make me feel good. They were getting into relationships that weren't good for me. And I can honestly say that I'm not like that anymore, but it's not like who I am changed. It was the awareness that I have about how I am, the acceptance of how I am, and then choosing to act beyond those things. And then once you accumulate enough reps and you begin doing this stuff consistently in the face of fear, in the face of all of those different voices that tell you all of those different things, you begin to develop a fortitude that goes alongside that voice. So you take that voice everywhere. 
But you know that because you've done it so many times, you can still act and you can still do the things that you want to do. So you begin to turn offensive or you get on the offense versus being defensive. You begin to be active versus being passive. Like, oh, I heard that thing. Therefore, I'm not going to do it. And you sort of really, really give up and sabotage in the moment. Um, You know, something that is autonomous versus being the victim. You begin to be active in the pursuit of your goals, in the pursuit of where you want to go. And that voice, that other voice, again, it's always present, but that other one becomes stronger because you've accumulated so many reps and you've done it so many times that it becomes easier for you. So you all know that I used to put my hope in like food, alcohol, other people, codependency, and those things never, ever worked for me. Even making enough money, I hit income goals. I accomplished things. I even remember like the moment that I got my master's degree walking across that stage thinking that that was the answer. And it was such a moment of disappointment when I was like, wow, this wasn't the thing that actually made me feel better. The thing that's going to make us feel better is through acting consistently and showing up consistently in the way that we want for ourselves. It never really gets easier, which is something that I talk about pretty frequently also. So my point here is that we need to commit to doing the actions that we know that we need to do despite all of these things. And in a moment, I'm going to get into that. But the thing that I always go back to are the principles of recovery and Alcoholics Anonymous. And I'm not an alcoholic, but I did have eating disorders. So I do believe in the principles of recovery. And it's really about hope of choosing that there can be a better future for you, supportive relationships. So making sure that you have people in your life that agree with you and that don't put you down. People that are on the same wavelength, have the same vibe and frequency that are doing really, really, really similar things as you. Another thing is the development of healthy coping strategies. We have really unhealthy coping mechanisms sometimes, things that hurt us, things that don't make us feel good, that are that might gratify us like instantly. I don't know why I said that, like that it's instant gratification. But we might have these things that actually don't end up working for us at all. And we might develop other things eventually that might be harder in the moment, things that we don't necessarily want to do but things that make us feel better eventually. So for me, those are things like working out, journaling, having hard conversations and things like that. I don't really turn to food anymore. I don't turn to other people. It's not like I don't want to, but I know that those things don't work. The last thing is developing a secure base and a foundation. So making sure that you within yourself are good, that you can stand on your own two feet, that you have financial health, that you have some sort of spiritual health, some sort of like something else that you're looking to, to fulfill you, despite all of these other things that are happening in your life. So making sure that that foundation, your body, your mind, they're clear that you're exercising, you're getting your energy out, getting back to all of those things are super important. And eventually I will do an episode on recovery and deeper into these principles because I know that, again, this as a base is the answer for so many different things. And at the same time, I'm also going to do an episode eventually about like energy and manifestation. 
even though I don't think that that is the full answer, I do think that the universe responds to our actions and our belief systems. And those two things are the things that drive us not like sitting in our houses wishing that we could have something and then it like just showing up. That's not how it works, even though I wish it was. But if we go back to the things that I'm going to talk about right now, these are ways that we can begin to change the thought process, the processes that happen in our heads, our self-talk, and eventually what ends up happening in our lives, what ends up you know, becoming attracted to us, what we end up getting. And the first thing is to accept yourself. So are you somebody who has anxiety, depression, maybe negative thoughts, somebody who's really, really sensitive? And I know for many of us who are like this, we might spend a lot of time wishing that we weren't like this. And that is a really, really tough place to be. And if we do the opposite and we accept ourselves, then we can actually move forward because we, again, we can't actually really change who we are fundamentally. We can only change how we respond and react to things. So accept the way that you are and then do the things that allow you to thrive. So for example, you all know that I am that type of person. I am prone to anxiety and depression. I, um, you know, I'm somebody who's super sensitive. So because of that, I live my life in a way that makes that a little bit easier on me. I even take medication because I know that that was something that for a long time I really didn't want to do, but I know that I need it. I know that I am better because of it. So I sort of ignore everything that's out there and I just get really practical and I'm like, what are the things that are going to make me feel my best? And what do I, what do I need to do every single day in order to take the way that I am and make myself thrive? So I want you to accept those parts of you that you maybe don't like and begin to work then to, to, to take the action steps so that you can get a little bit better in those areas and do what you need to do every single day to make yourself feel better. Yes, we have days where we like aren't on it and we might take a day off or things like that. We might not do anything. But what matters is that we accumulate enough reps consistently over a long period of time so that that becomes the new norm, which I sort of talked about in the beginning. The next thing is to get curious about that person. Like, who am I? What are the things about me that make me me? What are my belief systems? And I really, really want you to commit to a week of journaling. For a week, I want you to, I do a practice called Morning Pages by Julia Cameron, which is in this book called The Artist's Way. And basically every day she instructs you to write down three pages of like stream of consciousness writing. And I don't do three pages, but it's really important first thing in the morning that you get those thoughts out because then you can actually see like the bullshit that's living in your head and you can actually get those cobwebs out and you can actually have some sort of tangible something where you can see them. So much of what we think, like literally 95% of what we think is unconscious and it lives in our subconscious. So we really only have access to like two to 5% of our thoughts, which means that 95% of what we think is like lodged in the back of our heads. 
and we don't know what is actually ruling our lives. So you need to spend a week journaling, getting those thoughts out, seeing the patterns that come up. There are going to be patterns that come up in your thinking and your thought processes. And I don't want you to judge these. These are just things that you need to get out so you can see what is running your life. And they could be like literally the grossest thoughts. They could be embarrassing. They could be things that you don't want to tell anybody. You don't have to show this to anybody. This is for you. This is a really, really personal practice that you can do so that you can see what is actually coming up for you. After you do that for a week, I want you to go in and highlight the things that stand out to you. It's going to be the same shit for so many of us. What are the lines? What are the beliefs that are coming up consistently? And the next thing, who gave you those beliefs? Who, you know, we're all born blank to a certain extent. I mean, there's nature versus nurture, but many of these shitty beliefs are, yes, inherent in human nature because the brain is inherently fearful and, you know, it's built to survive. But many of these things were given to us by parents, loved ones, uh, friends, enemies, like whoever it was, it doesn't matter. The thing is that they're stuck inside your head and we need to figure out where they came from. So figure out where those beliefs came from. Then the next thing that I want you to do is commit to three daily habits that you do every single day without fail or let's say maybe 95% of the time. So the things that I do every single day are exercising because I need me personally, I'm a manifesting generator in human design. So me personally, I need to move my body every single day to get my energy out. Yes, I like how it makes my body look and feel, but the main reason that I do that is so that my energy can get spent and I can feel clear in my brain. And that is something hard that I do every day that I that sort of recalibrates me, that makes me feel my best. So every single day I'm exercising. The next thing that I do is I do a meditation. Even if it's just one minute or two minutes, I want you to commit to something. And eventually I'll probably do an episode all about meditation, but I don't want any of you to start thinking to yourselves, I'm bad at meditation. There's nobody that's good at meditation because again, we don't change. Our brains are always going to be looping the same thoughts over and over and over. Meditation is just a way for you to observe those patterns that come up consistently. So meditation is really just like sitting there and breathing and then seeing the things that pop up. What are the patterns? What are the thoughts that consistently come up for you without judgment? How can you observe those thoughts and not make them mean something about you? You can keep a separate journal or the same journal for your meditations because you're going to start seeing that the same shit is going to start coming up and this it's going to be the stuff that's been ruling your life up to this point. So they could be, again, rooted in perfectionism. They could be rooted in, I'm not good enough. They don't like me. They're not going to like me. If I do this thing, I don't deserve it. Whatever it is, you need to start seeing what it is that comes up. So meditation is really just about observation and developing, again, that second presence in your life so that you can make those autonomous decisions to get you to where you want to go. So Three daily habits every single day that you are going to do in order to uh, develop this new identity, develop this stronger voice. And many of you might be thinking, oh my God, that's so much for me to 
you know, commit to these three habits. And that's a lot. It might be, but this is that important where you do need to work hard. I feel like there's so much crap out there that's just like, read this thing or take this course and all of your thoughts are going to change instantly if I do this like NLP course and then I'm going to like be hypnotized and all of these quick fixes that do not work. You need to show up every single day and you need to do this work in order to get your brain better, in order to speak to to yourself better so that you can then get to where you want to go because this has to do with business, this has to do with nutrition, this has to do with literally everything that we do. After you do all of these things, the next thing is to observe when those beliefs pop up. Now that you've done your meditation and you've done the journaling and you've seen the patterns of the shit that's popping up, what are the beliefs that are coming up? Record those, be aware of them. So instead of, you know, if you hear something say like, here we go, you don't deserve it. Then it's really about observing yourself and saying, okay, this is popping up again. This isn't necessarily me. This is just my belief system that's been lodged in my head for a long time. And now I can do something different. I know that that is not me. I know that I can then choose my thoughts. And these thoughts that are living behind me do not have to rule my life anymore. You begin to talk back to them, to have a conversation with them, to hear them and say, you know what? I hear you. Cool. I'm going to choose to do this thing anyway. I'm going to choose to grow. And the change then comes from a lifetime of doing these rituals, of showing up consistently for these things every single day. We never arrive. We never get to the point where we are like that monk that's enlightened. We have to show up consistently and continue doing the work. And you have to consistently come back to your home base of those three habits and those three rituals that you do every single day to recalibrate you. I will be doing another episode again on how to take these things and sort of, you know, commit to different goals and things like that. But today I just wanted you all to be acquainted with the practices that I do to change my thoughts and my beliefs. And again, still the same person, but consistently choosing how it is that I respond and react. And especially if you are a sensitive person listening to this, you know that you have sort of a heightened sense of what is happening and what we hear. So I hope this was helpful for you all. Let me know if you have any questions surrounding this so I can make sure to uh, get them answered for you. But if not, I look forward to talking to you all next week. And I will be bringing you interviews in about two weeks or so. It's just that I've been getting so many messages from you all that you love the solo episodes. So can't wait to talk to you soon. And let me know if you have any other questions. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley A. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on it.